When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the UUP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? It's always great to be back here with you. I love your new, you're wearing the new uh, Shop Betches merch, the tie-dye shirt. You look excellent. Thank you. I actually will say this. I want to say this. I got this. The tie-dye shirt is now, it, it has moved up to top tier t-shirt in my drawer. Ooh. It's soft. It's tie-dyed. So I feel very Gen Z. I feel like I've, it made me, it makes me look young. Um, and, um, it fits well. I, I, you, you know, about my t-shirt struggles and for the audience that's been with us for a long time, they know it is, t- I am a broad shouldered, um, short torsoed man. And there's not a lot of t-shirts for us. This shop betches t-shirt fits me perfectly. And it will fit you guys perfectly. Check it out. Go to shopbetches.com. Check it out. Also, if you haven't gotten the, the new expansion pack for red flag or deal breaker, get that. Jared, what do you have going on? Well, let me also, the t-shirt is one of my favorites because it's just uh, like, <laughs> I don't want to act like I'm trying to, you know, hawk a t-shirt at people, but I love that it's like a little tiny, you know, logo in the pocket side. It's not this big, yeah, you know, I'm screaming at you. Yeah, it's not screaming at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, subtle. It's, it's a subtle t-shirt. It's a subtle tie-dye t-shirt, which that is a hard one to pull off. And you guys did it. I got to say. Thank you. We did it. We solved T-shirts. <laughs> Finally. Um, and yeah, so the Red Flag Deal Breaker expansion back. I'm going to be in Long Island this weekend at the Brokerage Comedy Club. If anyone wants to come out, uh, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I'm doing four shows. Um, you got to call them about their COVID-19 product protocols, but uh, I will be there. So I'm excited to come to Long Island and hang with everyone at the brokerage comedy club this Friday and Saturday, go to jaredfried.com, get those tickets. I I have more dates coming, but uh, it does feel like the world is coming back uh, in a lot of places for comedy. Like, you know, and I mentioned last time the comedy seller opening up. So they're doing shows there too. So if you're in New York and you want to have a fun time and go out for a night and kind of get away from your, you know, the, the utter dread that lives with most of us go to the comedy seller. I mean, I definitely want to go. I also, on the on the words of things looking up, um, anyone over thirty, New York, New York uh, can get a vaccine t- as of uh, today. We were recording this on the thirtieth, so as of yeah. today, and by the time this comes out next week, anyone under thirty, <laughs> everyone. There it is. <laughs> things happen fast. Um, it's all the <laughs> yeah. I, I it's uh, those are all good things, and I'm. 
I'm halfway there on the vaccination train. I got one more to go, and I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. It feels it does feel oddly like communal. Like there's a community to it. Right. Seeing people getting it done. I know some people went through the lines, and it felt like they were in a sci-fi movie. I felt more like look at us, you know, fellow woman, fellow man, you know, marching towards making history, making it. You know, I don't know. I I, I felt. More positive about it than I've heard people talk about. No, I think it's incredible. It's like incredible what people can do in under a year. They made this day. They had a problem. They fixed it. There's like so many just smart, capable people in the world who just like are able to get shit done. It's like inspiring. How um, don't how don't we know the name of the person? Like, shouldn't the name of the vaccine be the people who made it? Like, I want to know their names. Don't you want to know who they are? I know. Like, we get stuck in yeah. this like Pfizer, I'm sure it's a team. Moderna. What? It's probably a team. I don't think it's like one person. I think it's. Like a I want to know the whole team. Very I, smart people. I want to know those smart people. They should be. I right? hope they're getting the, compensated pretty well. I, I'm sure. I hope. I hope they get all the Fit T sponsorships. Um, so. exactly. It's exactly uh, what the leading scientists in America um, are looking for. Can you imagine coming across a TikTok profile? Oh, who's this dancing? Uh, b- best known for my role in the vaccine creation. Now just a TikTok mom. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, it's funny. A few weeks ago, we were talking about how like we're on. The, it seemed like we're on the end of this never ending line. And then look at us now all eligible and it's just um i think dating for dating it's just gonna be fucking nuts out there i think you know listen this podcast has been i would i'll I'll pat ourselves on the back we've been at the forefront of staying positive the last year and some got mad at us and that's okay i understand that's an emotional response but we have been pragmatic and 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 positive throughout this thing about dating in general and i that ain't gonna change today it's coming things are opening up you're getting vaccinated it's gonna be dancing in the streets the summer i mean i i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be wild for every relationship like totally in a relationship you're gonna have a change up of it's gonna be great for you as a couple if you're married. The kids are and you got kids. They're finally they're out of the house. They're doing things. Maybe they go to summer camp instead of just looking at you going, "What are we gonna do inside?" It's like I can't create another fort. I'll fucking kill myself if I do another fort today. And if you're single, man, I think there's gonna be a new appreciation of time. I don't know if you feel that way. I feel that way too. I also just, th- I mean, I had like a funny vision in my head of like someone who got into this quarantine relationship, you know, especially someone who's maybe a little more afraid of getting sick. They get vaccinated. They turn to their partner. They're like, I got to see what else is out there. <laughs> <laughs> the- I'm I- immune. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see you later. Ah! Right. I imagine it's like, you know, those, those couples where it's like, one person in the couple gets really famous and then mm. the relationship doesn't work out because they suddenly have so many more options because they're like, <laughs> I don't know, Bradley Cooper or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as if Bradley Cooper didn't have any options before he was famous, a gorgeous, you know, yeah. uh, man. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like, I mean, those stories are coming. That's the thing. We, we talked about it like when we went into quarantine, the, the, the dating questions changed. And now as we come out, they're changing again, and it's going to be 
we spent all these weeks together and I never saw it coming. It's going to be, we grew apart during the corn, uh, during the pandemic. It's going to be, we, we came together. Like I know a lot of, a lot of relationships are coming together. I'm already starting to hear a few stories. I've had a few friends, you know, people that I know come with some wild ones. I don't think they're going to be, I think it's going to, it's going to get Tell weird. them to write in. I want to hear them too. Write in. I, I can inform you of yeah. one story. We want to hear I, all of your exiting the pandemic um, relationship problems, relationship stories. Yes. And please email that him in UUP at badges.com. But we've got a special kind of episode today. We're mixing Very things up. Listen, and we want your feedback. This is going to, we want you to, to let us know, right, Jordana? We do. Um, we want your feedback. If you like this format, let us know. Email us, DM us. Let us know if you think this is fun. If you're like, ah, eh, this format sucks. Let's go back to the original one. Um, yeah. Let us know about that too. This isn't permanent. We're just trying this out. But let us know if you want us to do more of these. Listen, uh, we write to edit. That is the motto I have in a lot of things in life. You write to edit, and we've had this great podcast that you love. But Jordana and I go on Instagram stories all the time, and we answer these questions that we put in. We put up the box, and you guys send in questions. So, and sometimes our questions get so in depth that we kind of lose track of like these quick get, hit questions. Right? Because on Instagram, you have like fifteen seconds to answer a question. Um, yeah. So. We'll try to spend at least 30 on each of these. Absolutely. So you guys, all you did, uh, all you guys did a great job. You sent in your questions for the podcast over Instagram and you guys, for the next time we do this, because this is just something, this is another dish that we're going to serve uh, at the UUP podcast is just a quick hits episode. We're taking these questions from Instagram. If you ever want to be a part of this episode in the future, go follow at UUP pod right now. Go follow that account on Instagram. That's an easy task to get done. And then the next time a box comes up, you'll be able to answer your questions. We have 20 quick hit questions. Let's see if we can get through them, right? Let's see if we can get to all of them. We had so many more. This is the ones we parred down that we thought we could do do the best. But send send more in. We'll be keep doing those Q&As on Instagram on the UUP podcast instagram at uuppod um but let's get into them so we'll we could switch off reading them but let's start absolutely are you i'm excited about this this is this is a this is a fun change i think me too all right back on hinge and want to date but filled with dread how can i get more excited to use the app so <laughs> well don't make this your bio uh, <laughs> filled with dread <laughs> back on the apps filled with dread can't wait to meet you yeah i don't <laughs> a very exciting prospect yeah i i listen let me start by saying i get it like the you know dating mountain looks very tall and especially when you're at ground zero like when you're at base camp and you're like and you start thinking of it, you're like, oh, I got to meet a person and then I got to figure out if they're the right person and I got to figure out if we're on the same page and I got to like figure out if they get along with my friends and then family and then, oh my God, I'm already, you know, 32 and by the time that's over, I'll be 34 and what if this person at 34 is like, you're not the right one for me and has a freak out and it's like, right. Or what if and, I go on the date and then I hate them immediately and then I have to sit there. It's like, I, I, you know, there's there's a lot more negative than positive. This is dating is a is is a bad bet. <laughs> you know, like let's, <laughs> let's if you you know you wouldn't put your money on any relationship, right? Most of them are not going to work out. But I yeah, I think it's important 
do you have a sense of like this is supposed to be fun um it i get to i get to meet this person like i'm mm-hmm. not like i have to meet this person like i get to go out have a drink talk to someone that's been pre-vetted for me that i've already seen their pictures and i know that they, they seem kind of normal sure. and like I think, again, like I said, this all the time, the most exciting part about being single is the idea that anything can happen on these nights yeah. out. So, like, just because it's not likely that the most amazing, incredible thing will happen on a particular given night out, it could. And I would just get excited about the prospect of, like, meeting an interesting person. Maybe they're not going to be the love of your life, but, like, if you're having fun with it. Um, I think that's, like, almost all you should strive for is, like, a, a, a nice, fun night out. I think I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think the way to get there is, you know, they, I, 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 we have to dig into the question we're given. Uh, want to date but filled with dread. How can I get more excited to use the app? Okay. First of all, you said I want to date. That doesn't mean wanting to date and doesn't mean the only way to date is to go on the app. I know it's the easiest way to go on a date is to go on a dating app. But let's – Make sure you're using all pieces of the dating pie. You know, approaching people in public. Uh, go hanging out, you know, at, telling friends and family, hey, I'm out there. I'm, I'm kind of looking if you know anyone that you think would be good for me. That's the way I, you want to say it. So, like, you know, that can alleviate the app being your only. I think when you feel like the app is your only option, like, I think about this for comedy. Like, I'm like doing stuff on TikTok. And a lot of the reason is because let's say everyone leaves Instagram tomorrow. I want to be able to put stuff up that can get a reaction and, and find an audience. You gotta so diversify. Like, you got to diversify. You got to diversify your dating. And I think that's a big way to like alleviate the dread because you're probably dreading the garbage you have to wade through on these apps. And I agree. There's a lot of fucking wasted time and Wasted conversations, but you can't think of them as a waste. It's just right. the reality of it. And I would also say to this person, go hang out with friends and family to see what makes you feel good. Why do those relationships feel good? Once you know what you want and how you want to feel, which is hard to figure out, don't get me wrong, but once you have like an, a, more of an understanding of yourself, you're not a dreading because you're not just getting led around. You are like, no, I'm not going with you down that way. I don't like that way, you know? Totally. And I think dating is the, people don't think of it like this, but I think dating is the kind of thing where a lot of the times, the more you do it, the better you get at it. The better you get at weeding out the people who you know you're not going to have a good time with. You're not just going out with anyone that's that's talking to you on an app. You're getting, you're getting a sense of, will this person be nice to get a drink with or would they not? And I think the more, the more people you go out with, the quicker you're able to figure that out earlier on. Yeah. I, I, and that is a big part of it is like, you're not a bag in the wind. You, 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 if you, if you think, Oh, this is all happening to me. No, 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 no. You have a little more, you have to take control and control means fuck that dude. He sucks. Oh no, she's not my type. It's okay. That's okay. These are, this is already fun, Jordana. I, I, I think we're doing Having a good job. Having a great somewhere. time. Okay. <laughs> I can feel it in your voice. I, I, this is Jordana's excited <laughs> you, this voice. Is, that is my excited voice, which is the same <laughs> as my sad voice, which is the same as every other voice I have. I'm a mess, and I'm having fun. Um, okay. Exactly. I'll do the next one. What makes a man want to seriously date a woman? Um, I don't know, Jared. What makes a man want to seriously date a woman? You're, you're a man. What makes you want to seriously date someone? <laughs> nice ass. No, I. What if, what if I just turn into a total monster? Well, that. Well, that. I think they're kind of like 
I, if I'm reading between the lines of this question, it's what makes a man want to seriously date a woman instead of just hooking up with her or mm. instead of, um, you know, wanting to ca- putting her in that bucket of casually date, but not seriously date. I think um, I think the thing that has always been most attractive to me is knowing what you want and and not I, I, I do believe it. And I don't say this is like a motivational thing, but like not dealing with bullshit. Men love bullshit. We love fucking around. We love being vague. We love fooling around. We love not giving you answers. And I, and I, listen, I don't mean to task this on women, but like it, it, a lot of men kind of, you're, what you're saying is like not putting up with your bullshit. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) right. Like a lot of men are, are, and I get, I get how this is harmful, but I, I think a lot of guys engage in like, what they feel is harmless um, figuring it out. And and a lot of times you'll be like, what the fuck? I want to go on a date. And they'll be like, ah, got me. You know, like it's like, right. and, and I know to a lot of women, they're like, well, it's not ah, got me to me. I'm fucking sitting here angry. Um, but to a lot of men, it's like if, if a guy like, you know, I think that's a better way to like get across. Again, and the ones that are dating seriously, the ones that aren't serious, they're just going to go away. But the guys that are dating seriously are more appreciative of someone who's like, I'm going there. You're with me or you're not. Right. It's funny because I feel like, you know, like that, that whole cool girl mantra mm. thing. It's like I think a lot of women and I would I used to think like that, too, in the sense of like, if I'm going to be desirable to a guy, I got to just go with the flow. Like, I just like go with it. I'm cool. I'm down to hang. I'm down to not hang. I, I don't need a commitment, but I'd like a commitment. Like that sort of like the opening <laughs> scene of Bridesmaids where she's like, I don't even want a boyfriend, you know, but if you were interested in that, I could be down for sure. it too. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I think that to that, me is like, so unattractive. Like I think I, a lot of those are, are under the impression that like, that's sort of like who we need to be. But like, I think what you're saying is actually really empowering. Cause it's like, no, like that's bullshit and that's not even attractive anyway because that's just you kind of like being down for anything which is like not hot actually yeah and it's also not um guys like uh i think uh, guys like winning the level you know beating the video game and or not playing at all you know a guy will be like i don't fucking play the game you know like i and that's the problem is a lot of women are like oh you're engaging with me so that's half the battle is to get someone to leave the house. And it's like, no, but if they're leaving the house for the shit they want to do and you have no opinion on like the go with the flow, you know, you got to be the flow. You got to have your own flow. And I think like that, that, I think a lot, like it's a very 2021 thing. It's like, listen, think of like the societal pressures on men to like make money, be able to like take care of a family. Like you, when, when I think what someone expects that, that becomes more of a, burden on men because they're like yeah and then i gotta fucking take care of this per-. you know i don't you know <laughs> like I, right like i uh ugh, you want to do that but i'm saying it, it becomes less attractive when like the other person doesn't even they're just trying to fit themselves into whatever works for you it's a lot of pressure are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta venti beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows how to stop judging his career slash where he went to college or not and just focus on the connection well first of all you can't stop judging right that's what dating is it's judging yeah i'm like do you know what i mean no one submits a resume for a job interview and is like don't judge me it's like this is a whole list of shit by which you should judge me if that's something that you judge someone that's important to you then i think that it's not like an issue to judge someone on it whether it's like whether your expectations are realistic or unrealistic or not is a different question but if that's something that's like somehow like that's your thing that's really important to you i don't think it's like find a way to not care about this thing that you really care about also, and I'll say this to this person, I listen, if you're judging their career where he went to college and like I let, let's change the words. Like you might you know, sometimes you say like I don't want to judge where they went to college or their career, but you're just judging their um ambition. work ethic, ambition. Yeah. yeah, like that's a different story. Like if someone was like, "Yeah, he's just not that ambitious." I'd be like, Oh, that's a, that's, fine. that's a, that's something to be unattractive to attracted to. I, I, I would be unattracted to a woman who had no ambition. I, I would feel the same way, but if right. you, if you're saying he's the most ambitious, hardest worker, but he went to UMass, ugh. <laughs> you know, like, right. no, no offense to UMass graduates. I mean, a little bit, but not, not, you know, but like, you know, I, I would be like, yeah, you seem a little bit, uh, misguided. 
You know, like I, I right. You might not have a good sense of like what actually is an indicator of the value. I would think more like I think that's a that's a great point that you said. It's like I agree. Turn it into like what the value is, and you can judge people based on their value. So if their value is like working hard, being ambitious, that's something you don't have to convince yourself to not judge someone on. But if your value is like if you didn't go to Harvard, then Harvard, then like fuck off. That, that might now, be a more yeah. limiting. <laughs> yeah, that seems like thing. a. That seems like a very uh, bad way to go through life. But I would say, here's the other kind of tentacle of this. Someone can be ambitious at their career and their career can only make them so much money. And you are used to a certain lifestyle that is associated with an amount of money. Now we're in a tougher, ickier situation. Like if you're like, I like taking trips and I make five hundred thousand dollars a year and he won't go on the trips with me because he's a teacher and makes eighty thousand a year and doesn't feel comfortable with me just paying for the whole trip now now we're in that zone of like yeah i could see someone going we're just kind of two different people with two different yeah well that's also that's a yeah that's a different value yeah yeah some people value money and that's not like i mean it's known it's it's thought to be a bad thing but it's a value. I mean, mm. like it's a lifestyle. It's like the it's a thing. I don't think that it's okay. like we said, there's no wrong reason for that. Someone is not for you. You can break up with someone for literally any reason. But I, I think when if you're going on a date with someone and you're like, well, where'd you go to college? And you won't even talk to them if they're not an Ivy League student. I, I would say you're not really giving people a chance to um, you're, you're boxing people up a little bit. Right. And it's, but I think it's also like, what is your threshold for being alone? So if you're like, <laughs> okay, I mean, that's kind of true. It's like, if I'm holding out for this perfect person and I'm okay with being alone for X number of years until I find that person, like, and I must have the nicest, best person, whatever, like, then like, fine, you can, you probably might, you might eventually find that person, but it's not going to be like a quick thing. Yeah. It's, you're in a smaller pool, which is okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay, too. Let's do another. And listen, follow the UA Podcast Instagram account so that you can be a part of this. Also, keep sending your emails to the UA Podcast, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We're going to go back to the the regular format, but this is already great. I'm I'm enjoying this, Jordana. I think people are going to get a lot of value out of this. Yeah. That's Um, great. But but also, we want your screenshot emails. Get those screenshots in, UUP. At Betches.com. How to know if you're fighting for the wrong relationship. Tough times versus not the match. This is a tough one. Right. I think and tough obviously, con- let me let me start with, uh, sorry to interrupt, buddy. No, let's go for it. We, uh, yeah, we're answering these confidently, but like, you know, we're just two people with two opinions. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, so, we're fucking so, talking so, out of so, our ass. Yeah. So if you don't, uh, if, if this doesn't go well for you, this advice. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Um, so let me just tell you, you know, <laughs> well, here you know, some is. of these are because this is such an abstract question where it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I start right. with, I don't know, but I have, I some would say thoughts. this would be, well, it's case by case. Yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> like, we don't really have the details to know. Um, I don't think it's like, there's one answer for how to mm. know if you're fighting for the wrong relationship tough times versus not the match. But I would say a good thing to look at is if it's the situation that you're talking about is the the tough time that you're talking about, like a temporary thing and what is the person doing to work through it? Or is it sort of just like an indicator of a longer term 
fundamental difference in either a value or the way you see things or the compatibility of the two of you. I think that's a good way to sort of start like how, you know what I mean? Like look at the issue at hand and like, see if it's a persistent constant thing that nothing's going to change or is it something that might be different if a circumstance were slightly different? Let me ask you a question on your way to being engaged to Mike. Mm -hmm. Can you think of like, what was the tough times? The tougher times, I would say, were before we were engaged. Um, I think I have a lot. Like I've said before, I've had a lot of relationship anxiety. It would cause me to be like overly, I think, overly sensitive to certain things that he said or wouldn't said that I would like kind of read very into and get very like defensive and a little bit like dramatic out. It would also play out when I was drinking, Mm. which we haven't done that much of heavily recently so we'll see how how things go when we get back to that but um i think a lot of it was around my own like relationship anxiety and how that played out and me just kind of like learning how to be in a longer term relationship and like having security in what was going on but you're taking a lot of that responsibility which like that's you going well this is a thing i'm working on i'm working on myself was there ever Mm -hmm. a time that you guys were like sitting down being like we are going through it as a group like where you're like, you got to fix this. I got to fix this or, but, but because uh, I, I think that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, a lot of those things, like a lot of those, again, my needs, which I don't necessarily, I think especially in the beginning, I needed more signs from him that he was like in it, that he was like mm. committed, that he was, you know, going to be, that he wasn't going to leave mm-hmm. um, or that, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like think about specifics. And so I think there was a point where I said to him, like, this might not make that much sense to you, but like when we're out and we're with a big group of people, like I need you to like show me more attention or I need you to like, sure. Do that kind of thing. But I think that's like the difference between like tough times, not the match. Like your tough time is like checking in with you. It annoyed me when, um, can you do this differently? And then he stepped up to that. Like, right. Like, but rising to the larger theme of perhaps like me needing more attention than someone else that he had been mm. with previously had been for. So like, if that was something where he was like, I'm just not who I am. I'm never going to be able to do that. Like maybe that would have been a more fundamental difference that we couldn't yeah. get over. That, that That's the thing. I think sometimes people, you know, go, we're in tough times and you're like, well, you two are like breaking up, you know, <laughs> like you two, <laughs> this isn't the, the relationship. Like, and I think like, I think a lot of times we lean on tough times and I've done this before where you lean on tough times to go, oh, it'll figure itself out. Right. Time. And it's like, uh, you know, maybe that's just right. a way of ignoring the tough times. I would imagine tough times would be like a thing that isn't going to be a lifelong discrepancy between you. Like, you know, someone loses their job that's mm-hmm. a tough time that's you know hopefully a temporary thing someone loses a, a parent someone you know you have a child together and like i i've heard those aren't the happiest times in the relationship like <laughs> is that the kind of thing that you know can work itself out or get better or is it the kind of thing that like is an ongoing fundamental difference between the two of you yeah yeah okay best way to, to play running into an ex who got engaged recently oh this is easy I mean, the problem with the question is like, again, it's a short question, but like when you say running into an ex who got engaged recently, like, you know, like 
that has nothing to do with you. Like, I, like, like they got engaged. Right. They weren't like, oh, he didn't like kick you before running away with this woman or girl or guy or whatever it is, you know, uh, or man. You know, I, I think the only way to run into an ex is to I, I think the only way through awkward is through awkward, not around awkward. So you got to go through it because that is the best way to feel about something. You, you, this is about you, you feeling better. So. You see an ex, hey, how are you? Great to see you. I saw you got engaged. Congratulations. I, I do that with a lot of internet stuff. If I see something online and that I've, if I've seen something online, I talk about it to the person. I don't let them talk about it first because right. then I don't want to do that like, oh, really? That big acting job of like, you got engaged? Let me see. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like fake it. So I always right. get, like, even when someone like, like, even like, like I just saw a, uh, a friend of mine's kid had um, got a, their first haircut today. If I saw that friend tomorrow, I wouldn't be like, Big how haircut. you been? I would go, yeah, look at it. I go, how was the first haircut? I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's okay to do. And I think that makes these conversations so much less fake. I agree. I think it's also when you say like the best way to play, it means like, what does that mean? Does that mean like the way that makes you look the best? And I think if like the way that make the, the thing that makes you look the best is being positive and nice to anyone you meet, including. Hey, your ex. how you been? Good to see you. I saw you got engaged. Congratulations. Boom. There you go. Boom. Three dates. So nice and easy to talk to. But I don't know. Eh, <laughs> move on or give it a, more time. I love the um, way this is written. Three dates, so nice and easy to talk to, but I don't know. Eh. <laughs> Move on or right. give it more time. The, I don't know. Imagine someone that because that person's your husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we met, things were fun, but I was like, ugh. And yeah. now we're married. Yeah. I think you don't have to be like, this person is the one to go on a forest date. But it's more like, am I really excited to go on another date with them? Am I excited to see them? Will I be looking forward to this date? Or will I be feeling like, ugh, I have to go on burden. to dinner with this person? I would like look internally and be like, am I excited about seeing this person? Because if you're not excited about seeing them on date four, you're not going to be excited about seeing them six months from now. Yeah, what's going to change? I And I also encourage people whenever they ask this question, and a lot of times it's women asking this question. Just from experience, because women will give guys so many more chances than guys will give women. Guys, yeah, you know, the, if, especially these first three dates, I would say to this person, you have to think if it's a woman. So and I'm, I, I'm sorry to gender this, but I, I'm just giving fair warning. If you go on a date with someone who you're not excited about, they're going on the date because they are excited about it. And I don't know what they're excited for, but it's either they love you and see a future with you or they just want to fuck you. So how would you feel telling the person that loves you, I'm just not into this? That would that's hard to do. How more dates you, all- you go, the more dates you go on, the harder it is to do. Exactly. Right. And so that's one side of the coin. How would you also feel is if you do kind of convince yourself into this. This person does have, you have sex with this person. And then that person goes, I'm not ready for a relationship and leaves you. The bait and switch, the bait and switch. And so, and that happens so much because women are, and then they'll go, I wasn't even into you. 
And then I convince yeah. myself and they feel like the person did that to them. And it's like the guy, I, listen, I don't know what the guy is saying on these dates, but I would, I would, you know, you have to give a little bit of credit to the other side where it's like, he was just going on dates cause he wanted to fuck. Like he was there for, he didn't convince himself into you at any point. So right. I, would, I would say if you're going to feel badly, like I'm giving someone a shot. I don't know. I, this is just something to think about. I always, because this question comes up a lot, and I'm like, listen, you can, I, I agree with you. Go on the fourth date if it's going to not feel like a burden, but also know that that other person is going on that fourth date because they want to be there. Right. That's fair. Okay. Stop seeing a guy three months in because of the pandemic. What do I say to get back in touch? Um, I would text the guy, hey, uh, I hope you've been doing well through all this stuff. I'm vaccinated <laughs> and I'm looking to hang. Yeah. <laughs> vaccinated and ready to party. How about you? HBU. Right. <laughs> right. What else, what else would you say? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see like when it says when I stopped seeing a guy in three months and because of the pandemic, like, I guess maybe that because they in the beginning of quarantine when they couldn't see each other. I think. Yeah. I think you could say like, hey, how have you been? What's yeah. up? Started off that way. I think you have to be like, um, totally. I think it's a, you have to be realistically uh, delusional. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is like, the delusional part is like, it did end because of the pandemic. We do, we did like each other. We, we could, we could have been a bad match. The realistic part is, yeah, it might've been a, an easy excuse to get out of seeing you and, it's he's never she's never going to be serious anyways yeah you know I, I think that's a big part of it so it's like it's one quick text if they're and i think you know they're either going to be they're either going to set a date or they're going to be vague very rarely are they hey listen that three months was fun but i don't feel a connection with us very rare <laughs> very rarely right. will you get the black and white no right so, so if they don't set a date you'll know not really going anywhere. And if they do, try to pick it up where it left off. Vague is no. Yes. That's and, and that's a good dating rule of thumb, generally speaking. Yeah. Generally speaking, vague is... Well, nah, well, let me give it a better, uh, even more description. Vague is I'd fuck at my convenience. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or vague is I have other things going on. Because women are vague too. But I think a lot of times when women are vague, it's like still kind of seeing this person. I don't know what's right. going to happen with it. I, I kind of, you could be cool, but I got this other thing going on, you know? It's I'm not all in is vague. Mm -hmm. So, and, and listen, if you're dealing with vague people, that's okay too. But just be realistic about what you're dealing with. Like you don't, don't say, well, maybe tomorrow's the day he le he's less vague. No, tomorrow's mm -hmm. the day he's vague again until you guys are both out and you end up hanging out and hooking up. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. 
And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right. Tips and tricks for moving in with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, two bathrooms. <laughs> you have two bathrooms? <laughs> no, but that, that yeah. is something I probably should have looked into as far as for me. This is because yeah. <laughs> I am. No, a- I think two bathrooms is I've that's what I, I didn't think that was necessary. And then I think as soon as we moved in, I was like, I would have really liked another bathroom. And obviously, that's a that's a luxury. Uh, sure. Yeah. I would say another tip would be just making sure that you maintain your own like life separately, especially I think in the in the pandemic, but also just generally speaking, like mm. just because you live together doesn't mean you have to spend every waking moment together. Like make make some times with your friend plans with your friends, go on some trips, visit your own family, like do some stuff separately. I think it really does help keep the excitement for seeing each other like alive it, it even just like a night apart to me is like just like it, it's a good way to just maintain like an excitement to me yeah i'm i'm with you 100 percent. and i would also say um the hardest part about living together is uncomfortable conversations you can't leave <laughs> yeah. can't leave yeah. yeah so those are really hard to have um because and i'm bad at that where it's like you're like, I want to make sure the house is comfortable to live in. And right. And sometimes you avoid um, saying what's on your mind because you're like, well, why would I ruin this nice night? You know, like I totally. And that's yeah. a hard thing because you, you, sometimes when you're not living together, you can be like you can text an uncomfortable conversation and then be like, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> you know, like, And then it's, you know, you can hash it out and then leave. It's just there's no yeah. leaving. 
I'd say, I mean, it's funny because I feel like popular wisdom is like, don't go to bed angry. But for me, I actually disagree with that. I think it's okay to go to bed a little annoyed. Because usually when I'm, sometimes I'll like, we'll be discussing something and we disagree on something and we'll have a little fight before bed. And then like, I actually find it's easier to be a little pissed off. The next morning I wake up, I don't really care that much anymore. If I still care the next morning, then we'll hash it out. But I think it's okay to go to bed a little pissed off. You still, if you don't, sometimes you don't really care that much the next day. I, yeah, I, I think that's great advice. I, because, you know, I'm just bad at that. Like I, that's something I've learned about myself, you know, living it, um, with my girlfriend, just like the idea of like, hey, you gotta, you gotta get it out, get it out of your system too, you know? Yeah, Totally. Um, is it weird that my boyfriend went out for a drink one-on-one with his girl coworker? They work at a restaurant. I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's weird at all. I, obviously, there's more to this story from that, you know, yeah. that person. I, But just generally, if it's this is the only, you know, I it's think the it's the only thing. Yeah. If you're saying in a world, can a male and female coworker go out for a drink that is a platonic friendship uh, after work? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, um, you know, should they come back and talk to you about it and tell you about their night and tell you what, what, you know, be able to give you facts and opinions about this person? Yes. Like right. if I went if, out. They, with, it, right. I think that in itself Fine. If they're lying about it, weird. Yes. It, <laughs> if they're withholding information, if you found out about this person after the fact from someone else, yeah, that's weird. If you um, have no, if he's not like, if they keep going out for drink every week and then they never invite you, that's weird too. Like, yeah, you know, l- listen, Jordana, you, we've been, you and we've been I on could, tour. We get we've drinks. been on tour. Yeah, we got drinks, and there was never a moment where like. You know, our significant others were like, and make sure you go home right <laughs> afterwards. Like, no, because right. our significant others knew you. They, you know, we know each other. We, I know Mike, you know, Jess, like, yeah, that um, there, there's just, I think that's what makes those things feel more comfortable because there's nothing being hidden. I agree. Mike has female coworkers. He gets drinks with them. Yeah. I don't, and I don't and think it's also weird. like. We're trying to get to that future, aren't we? Like, isn't that like the right? It's the almost mission like of equality it... is that a drink can't be can. We want to get to a point where a drink can be had without, <gasps> like you know, without like the studio audience. Oh, drinks! Like that's offensive, isn't that? Right. I agree. I think that's totally fine, no matter where they work. Um, mm. You'll find someone when you least expect it. True or BS. Um, I think that's true. I think, I think all these lines are BS. They're all bullshit. <laughs> like everyone has a lot. Like anytime we give advice, I, you know, we, we get a DM. I'm sure you get these DMS too, where it's like, well, in my relationship, you know, everyone has a yeah. story. Um, I think the truth and you'll find someone when you least expect it is you're most confident when you're not like rushing around searching for a boyfriend right. or girlfriend on, as before the store closes. I think you're just a more confident person and more approachable and more uh, someone that someone wants to date. I agree. I think it's more like you'll find someone when you're not acting all desperate and crazy. 
but I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's like when you least expect it. Like if you're going on a date, there's some expectation for like yeah meeting someone. So I don't think that's to say like if you're on a dating app and you're looking and you're looking, then like that's not gonna happen for you. But um, that's that's why I always come back to like the family and friends thing. Like, I don't, all of a sudden my friend like all these stories are very easy to make sound good in the when looking back. Like I always I talk about this a little bit on stage. Like the way my girlfriend tells the story of how we met is so different than the way I remember it. <laughs> like it is crazy different. Like like you know, it's as if we were like we're in a Disney cartoon and I'm like, "Um, I thought you were hot and oh my god uh, you know <laughs> did i ever tell you i got into a fight with mike once because his friend was once like well what's the first thing you noticed about trudana like when you met her <laughs> what did he say? and he was like uh yeah she was like pretty tall and i was like what <laughs> yeah that's most i was like that is yeah, not she's cool that is not a romantic like <laughs> you know what i mean like you know I, like, like he didn't even try. He didn't even yeah. try to dress that up. He's tall. That's just how men. Right. React. I was like, that was the first thing you thought about me. I'm not even that fucking tall. Like, <laughs> so, um, well, she's tall enough for me. I guess I'm good. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. It's just funny. I think like also like the way men and, and women like you know what I mean like the romantic. I was like that was not romanticized at all or enough for me. But yeah, you and and <laughs> yeah, it's you. It, sometimes it feels like women are like writing these stories on the fly. Like, oh, oh, that's a good line to put in there. And, and, you know, and it's like, okay, that's because, and this happens. It's not, it's not just our relationship, every relationship. So when you hear a line, that's why all these lines, you'll find someone you least expect it. My Roger was walking through Target. And it's like, fuck off. Like, you know, right. like. How does one break a fuckboy streak? Warning signs? They all seem so nice at the start. Um, I think you start with stop calling people fuckboys. I don't know. That, that whole fuckboy thing feels to me like a response to the word slut, which is like I would never use. Uh, um, to, to me, a fuckboy is someone who's just not looking to date you. Or yeah, to date. I, again, if, if that's the the definition, then I'm I'm with you. And it's like at that point, stop believing you know, you know, um, words over actions. Like you have to be you have to be able to lose people to gain the right people. So mm -hmm. if you're just taking in all customers, then you're gonna have some. You're gonna not gonna have the you know uh, you're gonna have any customer. If you're taking an exclusive guest list, then you have a different then, then you can kind of control the clientele. Right. And I would also say to examine like what makes you attracted to these people. Like what is the recurring thing that you find attractive? And I bet it'll be something that you discover about yourself that you might want to look into. Yeah. I, and I think all, <laughs> I mean, we all could do that. We could all do some self reflection. I, I think also like, be, if you say, I think a lot of fuck boys are deathly afraid of standards. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, their kryptonite. That's their kryptonite. So if you 
have someone backing away from like, hey, I don't want like again. We you're like, uh, I want to go on a date, and then they're vague. Yeah, they're afraid. Know. That's yeah. what they're afraid of. Um, they're afraid of any form of that type of. Th so if you give, just raise the bar a little bit, just an inch, and see how they react to that bar being risen. They either do or they vague. Yes. All right. Miss miss the drama of my toxic exes, but I love my current secure boyfriend. How to stop craving ambiguity. This is a tough one because it's like, I don't want McDonald's, but I love them French fries. Right. I've on to be totally honest. Like I've, I've struggled with that in a sense. Like I would say that's just life. Like yeah. the, the like, crazy dramatic nights are like exciting and like you don't really get as many of them in secure relationships and it is a little bit of a trade-off but if you think about like your long-term happiness like it's you kind of have to weigh the pros and the cons it's kind of like like you said the mcdonald's fries or like if you love you know what i mean like how are you like i am on a really good healthy diet but sometimes i just like miss doing cocaine it's like yeah, yeah. that's kind of like life <laughs> yeah you sometimes you gotta grow out of it you also like waking up at eight and feeling okay and not dealing with the repercussions of two days later you know right and you you know like that's i've been on a no late night eating kick and i've been really good about it every now and again i fuck up and i go and it makes me want to fuck up less, you know, <laughs> like right. and I would say also, like, I love the thing I love about being in a relationship is no ambiguity and no. And I know I don't have to, like, push off, you know, be vague with someone, <laughs> you know. Um, right. And I, and I know, like, she's wants she's missing the sexiness of, like, finally it works out and I get the the guy in my claws and even though I know it won't work out just the idea that he came over tonight after all those other nights of not coming over. Like I understand that. Yeah. And I think there's like this like myth or this romanticized thing that it's like, once you find the one, like nothing else matters. You never think about anything other than that ever again. But like, mm. I think it's still healthy to be like, do you know what I mean? To like want exciting nights to like, what? to some sense, miss some of that on that note. Sorry to interrupt, but this couple needs some role playing. Maybe he be he's the fuck boy and you're the, the crazy, you know, the, the woman who wants more and he won't give it to you. Like there's a role play in that. That's kind of sexy. Yeah. I could see getting into that. Right. Like, for sure. Hey, I want to do this thing. I think this is so sexy. Uh, what if I text you and you don't text me back and you get you go out and then you go out with your friends, get real drunk. Don't text me. I'm going to text you like a crazy person the whole night. And you say, yeah, I'll be out later. Let's hang. And later, then you never maybe come later. over and then you never come over or you come over at 2 a.m. stinking drunk and you come and, and it can feel like one of those nights that I got the guy but i'm not really happy about it because he's not even taking me seriously like it's so bad but it's good for me <laughs> my subconscious does this work for me so every yeah. <laughs> every like month um every month or like six weeks i have a dream that mike leaves me 
Mm. Right. And I'm all alone and I'm devastated. And it feels very real every time. It literally happens like every four to six weeks. And then mm-hmm. I wake up and I'm like so excited <laughs> to see him and to be there. Um, so your I do own, think it's my mind being like on your own. <laughs> my mind just like fucking with me on its own just to make sure that I appreciate what I've got. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, I'm so, we Mike, I I just had the hottest dream. You left me. <laughs> you left me and you're still here. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. What is a nice way to encourage your partner to see a therapist? Um, I think when they come to you with their issues, first of all, we're sponsored by Talkspace. I think that like I, I say it in the ad, but um, and this isn't to like you can use whatever you'd like. But the idea that Talkspace even exists is like blows my mind because I'm one of those people that's like go to the dentist. I'm like. I like I'll be like I gotta go to the dentist and I'll be like I don't even know a dentist and then it's a month later and I'm like fuck right. you know like I'm just one of those people and I think a lot of guys are that way where it's like oh I gotta like find someone I I feel stupid for not knowing someone I'm gonna give up I think that's a lot of to do so I think Talkspace is a great you know asset to be like hey this website exists like take a tour of it but I think the way to nicely bring it up is to say it sounds like you're going like when someone brings up their things to you or how they're feeling hey i i'm sorry you're feeling that way a lot of t- this stuff feels like really serious and something that is i don't know how to help you with i think maybe seeing a professional would be very helpful for you yeah i, I think that's some, there's a nicer way to say it than that i think that's the most you can do and i but i do th- i do think that anyone who like the person has to want it themselves yeah they're not and, gonna and, go because you told them to but that's why it has to be a reactive thing, not a proactive thing, I think. And again, I'm not speaking for like, like if someone's like hurting themselves and you're watching that, that's something you have to like speak up on. But I'm saying if, if you have a partner who's like, I don't know what to do with these feelings and they're coming to you, you have to right. let them know I'm not a professional, but 
that's kind of your opening to be like, I think these are professional issues that can be helped with that. And just like Jordana said, like if you're going to them like, you need a fucking therapist. It's like that's not <laughs> like, right. That's like, not gonna not make gonna them really do get, anything. Not very edible. Yeah, I agree. Is having COVID is having COVID ending single FOMO because you're in a serious relationship a red flag? So she's basically saying, is the idea of COVID ending causing you FOMO a red flag if you're in a serious relationship? Uh for her dating life. Yeah, yeah like uh, to be um, sing- to being single. <laughs> um i i and i don't mean to assume that's a woman i think that could be a a man as well right yeah easily Um, i think that's going to be very applicable to a lot of people i think here's what i would say it's it's a red flag um but i don't think i think a lot of like what's going to end up happening a lot is a lot of people are going to blame this for their relationship ending and do you know what i mean oh you're yeah i think it's you're just excited to be you just want to be single and it's like "Ah, i don't let's take a look at the relationship instead of like covid ending like okay right it's a it's a symptom it's not the problem exactly yeah right so i do think it's a red flag it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker but i think it's it's worth looking at your relationship to be like why am I feeling this way? Am I not excited by this person? Right. It, it, do I need to role play a fuck boy scenario? <laughs> like to bring exactly. some magic back. Um, but I, listen, I don't think this is wrong. Like, I think this is going to happen to a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, the three best tips for a dating app profile. Um, Okay, three best tips that I can give just based on our experience of seeing so many that we've given makeovers to. It's got to be you alone, no glasses, no hat, first two pictures. Yes, that's always my first piece of go-to advice. No friend group shots and uh, no sunglasses. Yeah, and first two pictures. The the rest, do what you want to do. That's your art project. Fine. Um, Another one I would say, take the questions seriously. And because the que- taking the questions and the prompts seriously and, and be yourself, like don't try and be-, and be someone else or tell someone who you are, just take them seriously in a way that would turn away people and bring people in. You're looking right. to get rid of people too. And I would also say be positive. So the, the one thing I always think is a major red flag. If someone has X need not apply or not looking for Y, it's like, don't yeah. say the things you're not looking for. Say the things you are just generally being positive, I think is really important. Yeah. You want to be negative about dating, start a podcast, call it the UF podcast. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, like there's places to do that, that this isn't your stage to perform your soliloquy on dating in 2021. Like no one gives a shit. Agreed. And we've already said it all on this podcast, but I, and then here's a third one. When you reach out to someone on a dating app, make it about their profile, make it personal to them because I think when all I, I, I refer to these apps, these profiles are your own art projects. So we're all narcissists. People want to hear what you think of their art projects. So be personal is a better way than, hey, what's up? Right. And my only last suggestion would be to like, I get like you said, kind of take it seriously or don't do it at all. It's yeah. like if you're it's kind of like if you're going to apply to a job and like not proofread your resume, like what's the point? 
Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it for like be on there for real or just don't be on there. Yeah. And being half on a dating app, that fucking sucks. Like, like, uh, you know, just being half in anything. Fucking sucks. Right. That's I agree. Not worth it, man. We are like, this is, this is really taken up an episode. I, I didn't even realize how far in we are. Yeah. Should, do we have any more time? No, we, we got more time, but I, I, I just want to make sure people know. Keep sending your email. I, this has been a lot of fun. Are you enjoying this, Jordana? Yeah, I, this I, is great. These are some quick hits. I, I want people to let us know how they feel about the quick hits episode. Um, we're not tossing away the old way. We're just, you know, giving this a shot. We wanted to see how you guys would react to it. So we want to hear from you. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let us know. Let's finish these out. Does all dating start off casually? No one seems to want a relationship on the apps. Um, see, this is this person has a problem. Like, and like they. <laughs> it doesn't matter what everyone wants. It doesn't matter what everyone wants. You, you, you're not the. First of all, you're not the only one that wants to be in a relationship. So stop that. It, the, I know you're the center of this rom com, and you're going. Nobody wants me. It's not that. So stop that. If you're living in a world where no one seems to want a relationship on a dating app, that's you just airing complaints that can't be solved. Right. Or that's you not filtering correctly. Yeah. Talking to people who are wasting your time talking to people who are showing clear signs of not looking for that. Or again, maybe they're not looking for a relationship with you. Maybe you're not just not finding enough matches for yourself. And, and here's a big thing. When you say no one seems to want a relationship on the apps, then I can only assume that you're going, you're asking these people to lead you. You got to be a little bit of a leader. Hey, I want a relationship. Admit to that. Say it out loud. Scream it out the window. Go ahead. Pause the podcast. Say, I, don't even pause it. Just you're walking around right now. Say, I want a relationship. And then, you know, if you're outside, someone thinks you're crazy, but that's okay. That's okay to admit. So stop looking I, I think a lot of people get embarrassed that they're looking for a relationship. I think that should be the least embarrassing thing in the world. So stop waiting for someone to tell you they're looking for a relationship so that you don't have to worry about getting fucked over down the right. road because you're never going to stop yourself from that. And I think most people are looking for a relationship with the right person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, anyway, um, fun guy, but added four to five inches to his height on hinge. Is this catfishing? <laughs> That's a lot. A of lot. Yeah. I think everyone deserves a nice courtesy inch, half an inch to an inch. I'm okay I with go that. Down. I used to go down. What in either direction, give or take. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen, I, I would put five, eight, even though I'm five, eight and a half, I would rather be known as a tall five, eight than a short five, nine. Right. Well, you want to exceed expectations, not come in below them. I think that's I think that's definitely catfishing and it's definitely okay to be like you're not interested in someone not only because they're not the height that you thought they were, but also because they just lied about it and they weren't confident enough to put their real height. Totally agree. And and even to add to that, it is way different to add 4 to 5 inches to your height than it is to put up a picture that do, that looks from from a couple of years ago that looks different to me because right. I'm someone that when I look in the mirror, I kind of like form my body to look how I want it to look so that I can leave the house and feel confident. I think a lot of people do that. Everyone like, does that. Like, yeah. Yeah. We all are just trying to look at a picture that we, that, that can be our mind's eye of how we look. So it's, it's something to like pump our own tires. When you say, five four to five extra inches like 
that is something that they had to that's not a picture you know like that's not it's a lie yeah that's a lie that's it, we're like you know a picture is worth a thousand words a height is numbers you right. know like height, so height is objective right a picture subjective and 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 again like it's like when someone says you know who you look like like you know, like that can happen. I don't think I look like that celebrity. Oh, you do think I look like that. You know what I mean? Like, but with a four to five inches is the same in every country. So right. um, what I would say to this person, to me, I'd be more unattracted to their um, lack of confidence in their height. Like, I agree. It's a confidence um, thing. How, yeah. How do I know if I'm being too picky about guys? So this kind of relates to our earlier questions about like, you know, am I judging someone on their job too, mm -hmm. too much or something like that? I think it's like you have to think about the value versus the indicator or the signaling of it. So it's like, am I being too picky because I want someone who's ambitious and sweet and I don't know, like good looking fine. Um, like, I don't think those are things that you have to be that are necessarily about being too picky. I think it's like if you want a specific, a, a very specific signaling of that, then mm -hmm. I think that leads into the too picky sense. So if it's like, I only want to date someone who went to this college or has this kind of job or, or makes X amount of year or has blonde hair or something like that. Like, I think if you're getting very specific, then that to me leads into picky territory. But if you're doing it based on like, a value of yours that you want someone to match. I don't think that that's too picky. Totally. Yeah. It's uh, I'm with you hundred percent on that. I, I don't even think there's anything to add. I think here's the thing being single at an age that you thought you would have been married. Doesn't mean you're too picky. I think that's the thing that a lot of people do to themselves is mm -hmm. they're like, well, everyone else, you know, if you're doing that thing where you're like everyone else, I must be too picky. No, it just hasn't happened yet. That's okay. I agree. Um, we got two more. Yes. Thoughts on sharing location with a significant other. Jordana, do you and Mike share your location with one another? I don't even know how you would do that. Um, you press the but info <laughs> button. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, I... No, I, um, I guess I, I think if it's for like a specific utility purpose, it's not like fine if it's like a thing that you're doing to track the other person then obviously that's an that's issue. a big big difference so hey i'll be home um from the airport soon right turn on your location so i know when you're close that's different than hey i'm going out tonight turn on your location um so i know where you are that's a different exactly thing. yes i know that some people share their locations for safety concerns and that that's a different conversation like but yeah if your partner doesn't, if you're saying it's for safety concerns so that your partner shares it with you, that's a little bit of a lie. If you're saying it's for safety concerns when it's really for tracking concerns, right. that's a different story. It's like, are you using the power for evil or are you using it for like convenience? It's like, yeah. if I need, if I need to know your, your phone password so I can change the song on like on, when we're like on the road trip, that's one thing. If I need to know your phone password so I can look through all your emails, that's like a different question. Yeah, and you, listen, uh, this is all under the kind of like the idea like you can't like you can't z zigzag around getting hurt. 
Like, yeah. you know, like if you're looking for the location, cause you're onto something, I think the minute you say to yourself, maybe if I had his location, I would know, be more confident. That's maybe when the, uh, in this relationship, maybe that's the time to talk about your relationship. Right. I also think in those instances, a lot of the time, like curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. Like you look through enough stuff, you'll find something you didn't want to see. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How to tell a guy. This is our last question. Thank you guys for sending these in. Um, these have been great. These are awesome. How to tell a guy I want to be exclusive with him without sounding desperate or despy as I'm now trying to make happen. Because <laughs> like, you, you started it and I love Little that despy. <laughs> um, I don't understand how this would sound desperate. I understand why she's afraid of it sounding desperate because it's basically her saying like, I, you know, like I want, I'm ready. I want you. And so I think yeah. they're kind of like, anytime you show interest, it, I think some people look at it and I can understand this mindset of like, Oh, I'm putting my cards on the, I'm putting all my cards on the table. Well, I, I think I understand that. And I guess that's vulnerable. That is truly vulnerable. Hey, I like you. I want to be with you. Um, I would I would like you to stop having sex with other people. Yeah. Like but I think let's try and look at it from a perspective of power. You know, like I I think there's a powerful way to look at go, "Hey, I really enjoy your company, but I'm not going to be with someone who's not totally with me." So, I I'm letting you right. know I'm totally with you. I agree. If you if you change the narrative, it's actually much more empowering. And it's des it actually if you change the narrative, it's pretty desperate to want something and not say it mm. because you're afraid of coming off a certain way. Yeah. Like that, that's that. really what's desperate is to like continue to see someone while knowing you want to be exclusive with them, but being too afraid to lose them to say anything. That to me is is actually more desperate. And this is easier advice to give than to take. Like I can understand where you go, okay, so I'm gonna find out what they really think. I'm gonna put it off a week. You know, like I can yeah, understand no, I that, get mindset. that. <laughs> mindset. Totally. And I think you, I mean, one of the things that you would, that I think it, it, that could only sound desperate to sit, to want to be exclusive with someone if you're totally out of whack with like the way that, that they're th thinking. So if, you know, if they see you once a month and they text yeah. you twice a month and you're like, well, I want to be exclusive to me, that sounds a little desperate because you're not, you don't have a, an accurate pulse on where the relationship is. Here's the most, I totally agree with that. And here's the most desperate thing you can do. Hey, I want to be in a relationship. Um, hey, I really like you, but I'm not going to be with someone who isn't exclusive with me. So I have to know if you're exclusive with me. And then they say, nah. And then you go, yeah, never mind. Let's just do what we were doing before. <laughs> That's fucking desperate. Yes. To bring it to full circle to the Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids scene. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is, uh, I think we solved dating for real today, Jordana. We did. This is great. We got through 20 questions. If you guys like this segment and you want us to do it again, email us, UUP at Betches.com. Um, or if you prefer our regular formatting, let us know that too. And we'll be back to the regular format next week. But let us know what you think. Yeah, this is, uh, the, what do we call this? The, the 20, the, the, the quick 20 hits? burning questions, 20 quick hit dating questions yeah this is great i'm, I'm excited we're we'll back next episode bye you up is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by madeline paul guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at you up pod on instagram and twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.